Welcome to the Geriatric Millennials. This is Beth. And this is Jamie. And we're just two oldish, youngish ladies talking about uh, things we loved in 2023. Yes, the best of 2023. Part two. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited because uh, this is really where I shine. It's an entertainment. <laughs> uh, I was telling Jamie I'm chronically online and uh, I'm here to share. So yes. like we're sharing movies, books, podcasts, TV shows, anything and everything. How did you even narrow down this list? Um, this is all I do in life. Like <laughs> I work and then I seek out ways to like um, escape from my current surroundings. <laughs> well, I cannot wait to hear your list. I'm kind of excited. I, you know, I, I realize like I don't watch a ton of movies anymore. Like I'll watch a few, but I used to go to the theater all the time. I used to go rent every movie that came out. When I lived in Chicago, across the street was like a local DVD rental place. And I would go in there like every Friday and get a couple rentals. And it was just so nice. I kind of missed that. I missed the Blockbuster. I missed I was going to say, that reminds me of Blockbuster back in the day. Yeah. My husband and I, that's what we did on yeah. the weekend. I mean, we would go to literally the Blockbuster and store and peruse yeah. and all of that. And then remember Netflix? Oh, remember yeah. when Netflix would mail you DVDs? Yes. It was just a different feel with the physical media. Like, it was. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm just scrolling endlessly trying to find something. And I'm like, I've spent an hour just adding stuff to my watch list or being like, that looks good. And then not watching it where yeah. it's like, I mean, if you did that at the, at the Blockbuster, at least you were like running into people and trying to find cute boys, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Well, and I'm with you, though, as far as watching. I don't watch movies. Yeah. I don't watch movies anymore. I mean... I feel like I have to be too engaged. It's too much of a commitment. Now, like a 25 episode series, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll just watch <laughs> a couple no more. Commitment <laughs> no at commitment. All. As it's like do popping. Do you think our attention span has been altered? I don't I don't think so. I just think that like it I don't know. It just when it, why don't you think so? Because you don't want it to be? I I think it's because I like the shorter st- storytelling. Yeah. That would be your attention span. No, right? no, I like like I like things to be completed faster. Yeah. No. Well, like, I don't know. Th- Cause it's like, I like that I can watch. So a movie's two hours. Cool. I'll watch it. I'm in it. But I like it when there's like a more of a story to tell, like, cause a lot of movies like, oh, that was good. But it would have been nice if it had more like Harry Potter series, oldie, but a goodie. Yeah. Love it. Watch it all the time. But it's like, it's missing a lot from the books or it's missing a lot of details. And so I like the fact that a lot of TV shows now have more details and whatever. And so it's like, I get more involved into the story. It's like more of an investment that way. But I like the fact that I'm like, okay, I can watch two episodes, turn it off, go do life, come back. Where, you know, sometimes a movie's like three hours long and it doesn't feel like as easy to just stop it. Yeah. And like go do life. Because it's like, now I'm out of it. Yeah. Also, I I think it's, for me, it's attention span too. Because I'm just like, oh just get on with it already. Like just finish the story. I mean, I, oh, okay. I want, I've just got other stuff to do. I guess. I, just like I don't know. I'm like, I want to go to bed. I want to yeah. go to bed. I, I like an intermission. Yeah. It's that whole thing of like, oh, I can watch a really great TV show for an hour and it's amazing. Or if I'm trying to watch a movie at night, it's like, well, this is like two and a half hours. Like, yeah. and, and if I get into it, I'm going to be up too late. So it's, yes. it's more of that time commitment than it's like, I can't pay attention because if I'm yeah. in a movie, I'll be in it. Like, I am focused, but it's just the the time commitment. That's how what it is for me too. And 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 so because by the time we get around to actually having time to watch something, I'm just like, I only want I want to be asleep. Yeah. I want at that time. I do love I, a 90 maybe, minute movie though. A like 90? a 90 minute movie is kind of like Chef's Kiss because they went out of fashion or movies under under like just at like over an hour, because that's just not, 
you know, I feel like movies just kept getting longer and longer and longer. But every once in a while you find one that's like under 90 minutes and it's like, oh, that was perfect because you get the full story. But it's not like, oh, okay, it's two and a half, three hours right. for this movie. Yeah. Okay. But speaking of movies, I have a bunch. I know you okay. probably I don't have two. Perfect. So I will give a couple to start. First is very popular right now, Leave the World Behind on Netflix, starring Julia Roberts. It's like this whole thing where um, there's an unexplained event and these people are in a, be- a rental house and a couple or a, a father and his daughter come to the rental house and they're like, hey, this is our house. You know, our I can't remember what the excuse was to get into the house, but um, they get in and they spend the night there and then the family's kind of thrown together in this place where it's like, kind of like the end of the world. Oh. And they're trying to figure out what's going on. And it's just a very interesting story. And it kind of makes you think about like, people were kind of toting this as like, oh my gosh, like this is really like, you know, Obama was a producer and he he went in and he, I saw a TikTok. I don't know if it was true or not, but this girl was going off about how he was using some of the knowledge he has as president to kind of show like what would happen if somebody did a covert attack on the United States and what it could be like and how they would dismantle our government and stuff in a way that's not obvious, like Red Dawn or things like that, which is a classic movie that has been remade, if you didn't know. And the original Red Dawn, starring Patrick Swayze and Charlie Sheen, uh, it's in the 80s. Jennifer Grey was in there too from Dirty Dancing. Uh, and basically like re- like enemy forces invade the United States and they go to this small town and take it over and they kind of do this crazy thing but it was really good loved it um the modern version was set in spokane washington so what? there you go interesting you're welcome another movie i love elemental did you watch that it's a pixar film you're asking me oh no but i did see a preview okay <laughs> is this where they burst into flames yeah and, oh yeah i want to see that the way it was marketed was so interesting because like i there's like this little grubby guy that's i don't know he's like represents earth and i think on tiktok they, they kind of pushed him to the forward and even though he's not really that involved in the movie but the movie is really about an immigrant family and what it takes to be an immigrant family and like this family owns a business and the daughter's been raised you know in the business and it's expected to take it over and just how does that family dynamic work and with changing times and expectations and anyway it was really good okay yeah i like that recommendation okay again don't watch movies very Mm -hmm. much but i did watch a movie and i watched this same movie twice and one of the times was with you Oh gosh, Barbie! Barbie. <laughs> yes, it was so good. Was I really loved good. Barbie. It was really. Cute. I loved the Barbie movie. So, I I have that on my uh, best of twenty twenty three. We have a whole podcast episode discussing it. Yes, because it wasn't just a typical like you would think a Barbie movie would be. Because mm-hmm. there are cartoon Barbie movies. Yeah. This is not that at all. No, and it's not a kids movie. Although no. I did watch it with two of my kids. Um, talked about that in that episode as well. There's a lot of themes in this movie that were deep. And Mm -hmm. I appreciated the movie. I enjoyed it. I thought there's been multiple conversations I've had about it with different people. And so I recommend it. Awesome. I enjoyed it. I loved it. In fact, I dressed up as Barbie for Halloween. Although not any of the movie uh, Barbie's. You were the best Barbie, though. Thank you were you. Dance Club Barbie, yes. and it was su- you did such a good job. We're gonna post a picture because it was so. It was on point. I cute. looked. You looked like, like her. And I it, think I did, and I think with a, a a Halloween full of Barbies, you were a standout Barbie because totally. it was different. It was. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I know you don't have a ton, so I'm going to give a couple more. Yeah. The Wrath of Becky, which is the sequel to Becky, about this little girl who just it was born to be an assassin, basically. In the first movie, her family's going away to their cabin. For whatever reason, she has like some key or something she found in the cabin that this like horrible neo-Nazi like insurgent leader wants. And so they come to the cabin to get it. And then she retaliates against all these grown men. And she's like 12 years old. And in The Wrath of Becky, another thing happens where she's interceded always by like horrible, like like the scary militia white supremacy guys. Oh, geez. And she she goes off against them again. And it's just like, it's gory and gross and not for everybody. But I love a good revenge story. And I've always fantasized about being like an <laughs> agent for good. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. Okay, so do you think that you need to watch the first Becky in order to appreciate or understand the second one? You don't have to watch it, but I would recommend. Okay. The first one's a little bit better than the second, but the second one's really good too. Okay. And it really does make you think like, you know, could I buck up? You're like, absolutely not. <laughs> I would die immediately. <laughs> the next one is one that was from Netflix called um, Nimona or Nimone. I can't, I don't know the pronunciation, but it's a, it's like an animated film and it's in the future, but they still have knights and some magic and stuff. And these knights protect this realm. Oh, knights. Like, like K-N-I. Yes. Jeez. Yes. Okay. And so they like do, do not dueling, but the jousting and things like that. And I don't want to give too much away, but it's really cute. And it's a story about uh, redemption and clearing your name. And 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 it's just really beautiful. Uh, super funny. And I've watched it twice, which is sh- shocking. For a new movie. So that sounds like it might be one I could watch with my kids. I think it was fine. Like, I can't remember anything that is super, like, inappropriate. I was going to say I'm always on the lookout for a good family movie, which isn't true anymore because we hardly ever watch family movies either. (laughs) But but I am kind Mm -hmm. of on the lookout. Like, if I hear of one, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to put that on my on the back burner list of when we have an opportunity. The part part of the reason we're not doing family movies hardly ever anymore is because my kids are doing sports and there's games and there's all these things that happen. Yeah, absolutely. During the time that we used to watch a movie or I have my own activity, which is dancing, which I mean, there's a, if there's going to be an event, it's going to be on a Friday night or Saturday night, which is prime family movie night time. And so also hmm. like you have kids at very different stages. Yes. And my oldest is just like, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch yeah. that. Or he wants to go hang out with his friends or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I will still watch a movie with a couple of my kids. It's just hard to have the entire family together yeah. for a movie night anymore. This one, I could see it working for all ages. Okay. It's yeah, it was really well done. I liked the animation. That is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> the animation was it really be good. A word. Yeah. I knew what you meant. Yeah, I'm, that's my lot in life. But yeah, I thought it was different and cute. And anyway, it was really it was good. So, cool. Yeah. Okay. Also, a movie I saw in the theater mm-hmm. was apparently that's where I watch movies. Yes, a couple times a year. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I just thought of another there you one. Go. Oh, okay. I thought. Okay, so I do have another one yes. after this, uh, but. This isn't a typical movie movie because it's the Eras Tour. Oh, that's funny. The Taylor Swift <laughs> yeah. concert, yeah. Eras Tour movie. It was fantastic because mm-hmm. I went with my daughter. We didn't get to go to a Taylor Swift concert, uh, which would have been amazing. Yeah. But I tell you, watching it on the big screen like this was, in my opinion, 
just as good, if not mm-hmm. better than going to the concert mm-hmm. in some ways yeah. because the view was great. Yeah. And I was sitting in a comfortable chair and we could really enjoy it. Yes. And I'm sure we would enjoy a live concert. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm going to watch a concert, like doing it like that was great. Yeah. In the theater, big screen, the sound was great. And it was like experiencing her concert yeah. in a in a way. And it was amazing. She's an incredible performer. There were songs in this that I did, hadn't actually listened to. Mm-hmm. And since I watched this movie with my daughter, it has been a constant stream of Taylor Swift songs oh, in the car ever since. Love that. Love that. <laughs> So my next movie, though, is Beyonce's Renaissance concert. Yes. Which I went and saw on a Thursday night at 7 p.m., not knowing it was a three-hour-long concert and having to work the next day. So it was a real rough one for me. But I loved it because (laughs) uh, she did a lot of behind the scenes on how it came together and just seeing her, how she works is insane. Oh, see, that's different because the Eras Tour one really was just the concert. We saw zero behind the scenes. No, this was kind of like how it all came together and really talking about all the elements. I want to see that. Very reminiscent if you've seen it on Netflix, her homecoming um, concert. I think I have actually. And it's when she did Coachella or Beachella, whatever, and just had so much of the behind the scenes that it was fascinating to see like how she I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was really good. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. What's your last movie that you just remembered? Oh, the one that I just remembered. <laughs> uh, wait, did I do this last year on our best of? It's possible because I watched it on Christmas last year. It was the Avatar, the second one. Oh my gosh, Jamie. I think I did that last year. <laughs> that's funny. It's funny because I was like what, talking about watching movies in the theater and apparently that's what we do around Christmas. Yeah. We go to a movie and we went to the second Avatar movie. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So creative. What? Mm-hmm. What? What's your face? Why are you looking nothing, at me like that? I mean, nothing. I'm. I'm not an Avatar girly as far as story and girly. Does this make me an Avatar girly? Because I you like you are the movie? dressed in blue right now. What? No. <laughs> I don't didn't know why you came to my house with face paint, but I was like, okay, we're just Whatever. gonna go. With it. Um, I do not have face no. paint on. Um, yeah, I, I actually fell asleep during it, and I couldn't. I okay, couldn't fine. get it back together. I'm it a, was Avatar girly. No, apparently. you're not. No, you're, you're not an Avatar. Girly. I just like the movie because yeah. I saw it. Yeah. I, I believe you. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, what's yours? Uh, that was it. So what? I know. I, I thought I limited be... my. Well, my TV list is significantly oh, longer. Oh, okay, good. So, so we're gonna transition to TV. But I, when I tell you, you're gonna know some of the stuff on the list. Number one, Sister Wives. Okay. Yeah. That we, we are still in Sister Wives. They have been giving us so much additional content this year. Like we just wow. ended like with a four part like breaking things down and now they have this whole thing where they're going and they do a look back episode where the family watches like the like an early episode and they comment on it which is fascinating and then they're doing like a talk back episode where they're answering fans questions and things and they've been giving us like two a week it's amazing all leading up to christine who left the family her wedding to her fiance now husband david so it is great. It is the best timing ever, Jamie, because Christine's wedding episodes are like right in the first of January. And then you know what pops off? Vanderpump Rules. We're right back into Vanderpump Rules. Your girl is happy as a clam. Yeah. Happy. I can see Happy, it. happy. I just did a rewatch of the last season of Vanderpump over the holiday. And I was just, this, this, this is where I belong. Okay. I belong in <laughs> Sister Wives. I belong in Vanderpump. Not on the shows, but just watching them. And being way too 
you know, uh, in, in enmeshed and ingrained uh, in these people's lives that have no idea who I am. The parasocial relationship is strong. So those are <laughs> my... Love it. Keep going. Those are my stuff. Okay. Another one... Because I have zero in TV. Because oh, I have, okay, didn't watch girl, I'm going to go through you your list. Love is Blind. We've talked about this. We you have, watched season one. I did when I had COVID. This yeah. was years ago. I wanted to watch the next season. And I, I don't know how many there are since then. Four. OMG. Yeah. The last season was a train wreck and I freaking loved it. Uh, every every season now, I'm like, I'm not going to watch this crap. It's not as good as it was. And I just watch it. So. Love is Blind. This is the one where they're in the pods? In the pods. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. dating and then they get married sight unseen, kind of, are engaged. And then it just, the shenanigans. And this last one, there was a lot of drama, which I liked. Uh, kind of switching gears from, what is this called? Reality yeah. TV? Reality TV. A new series I just discovered, Wolf Like Me. Starring uh, Isla Fisher and Josh Gad. I think that's how they say their names. Anyway, it is about a woman who's a werewolf and she meets this guy. And it is, I mean, you'd think that's stupid, out of my realm. It is so funny. I don't know why I like it so much. I don't even usually like comedies. Did somebody recommend this to you? How did you even find it? I found it? it. It's a Hulu original. And so I was just like, what's this? And I like that girl. I always get her confused with Amy Adams, but I like that girl. So... Um, and I like the guy. He did a bunch of stuff during um, COVID where he would like reunite different uh, movie franchises. So he brought like the Goonies back together during COVID to no like talk you about like that guy. You know, he did a lot of good things for us when we had, you know, we're having trials and tribulations, but it's just really good. <laughs> totally switching gears is this show called Fargo, which there's a movie called Fargo. And there's a TV series. Is it series. related to the movie at all? Uh, I don't, I've never seen the movie. I think it's related as in like, it's weird and they have accents, but it's like, it's, like, <laughs> it's not like the same story or something. It's not, it's a different story. And, and it's interesting because I think there's four, four series now of this, but each one is, it's kind of its own standalone series. But this one stars the girl from Ted Lasso, the one that is the marketing queen. Oh, okay. And she just, it's just so engaging. And I'm just, and Jennifer, yes. And Jennifer Jason Lee's in it. And I'm just like, why am I, and John Hame, I'm like, why am I loving this? It's totally bizarro but i'm i'm so into it uh classics from this year la- the last of us based on a video game starring um remember we were talking about the daddy um what pedro pascal yeah and how he's a daddy a daddy yeah, yeah. It i think stars him i think my husband's watched this yeah okay keep good. going i did just think of a i thought of one oh, i thought of one okay i have four more okay silo which is on apple plus and it's based on a book series, which I started reading the books, um, but I just, it didn't click. So I need to go back to it. But it's basically like something happened and everybody lives underground in the silo and they don't know why they've kind of lost their history and just kind of like the ins and outs of that and how there's there's trouble brewing and people are asking questions and, you know, what what's going to happen. It's, it was very good. Queen Charlotte, which is a spinoff from Bridgerton. Which mm-hmm. have you seen Bridgerton? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. I feel like I know you don't have time to watch TV and it makes me question my life about how I have so much time to watch TV, but I'm also so jealous of you <laughs> because you've just seen nothing. And it's like, you have so many worlds that are going to open up to you one day when you're one like, when when I you're like 65 and you're like, oh, I'm going to go watch these classics. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh, now I see what Beth was talking about, yeah. you know, 40 mm-hmm. years ago. Oh, I wish it was going to be 40 years. It's more like 20. Isn't that sad? <laughs> we'll be 60s in, our, in 20 years. Anyway, you're welcome. What? Why did you just Because say that? I like to bring it weird. weird. Okay. 
last one or last two, uh, The Glory, which I've talked a little bit about here. It's a K drama about revenge, and it's so good. A uh, what drama? K uh, Korean drama. Korean? Okay, okay. Yeah, it's on Netflix, and it's about this girl who was basically tortured by. You're going to write some all bullies. these down in the show notes, right? Yes, they will okay, be good. in the show notes, so people can have links to all of them. Okay, so. great, because that's what I need to use. Yes. Well, I know you're not going to watch any of these, but I'm very <laughs> excited to. for others. But it's well, we're talking about putting a TV in our room. It might be oh, a big mistake. Yeah. It could be. We haven't. Done I feel it like yet. I feel like your your hubby's more of a TV guy. He, yeah, he is. And but I that's why I'm like the only place that I would actually maybe watch is like once In I bed. get all ready for bed and yeah. I get into bed. I'm like, okay, I could watch a show now, but I'm not going to go down into the basement. No, no. At that point, no. To watch a mo- watch a show no. and then have to walk up the stairs and then go back into my bed. I don't want to do no. that. And I think that's the big difference between us, right? Like, because I'm an iPad kid. So I just have my iPad with me everywhere watching shows. When I don't I'm even own an stuff. iPad anymore. Our iPad broken. We don't have one. Yeah. I'm telling you the tablet watching, if you want to watch stuff, that is key to do it to actually be able to get stuff done. Because okay. I'm not just sitting at my TV most of the time, just like watching stuff. Like I have my little, like I have Vanderpump on my tablet and I'm just walking around my house, cleaning bathrooms and okay. stuff. Yeah. And then yeah, it's yeah. just like in the background. Okay. Last but not least, Black Mirror, classic uh, on Netflix. It's, Mirror, mirror, black mirror. So it, okay. I think it references the fact that like a black mirror is like kind of like your, because um, it's all about technology in the future, kind of like Twilight jo- Twilight Zone technology stuff and how mm-hmm. it, it impacts us and how it is changing us as humans. And anyway, the black mirror is like the screen of your, your um, cell phone when it's off. It's oh, black. So it's like so a black mirror. See, yeah. And so it's like a mirror, but it's reflected in through technology. I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard that somewhere. I am going to throw in a last one though, is Doctor Who. I used to love Doctor Who, which it's a, it's a British show about this. And it's been on since like the sixties, I think, okay, or seventies. Yeah. And it's about this like alien who travels the world in like an old police box. So it kind of looks like a telephone box, but it was a police box people would, be in I guess I don't know <laughs> anyway and he just gets into all this stuff and so I watched for years in the early 2000s when it like got re- rebooted and then it, I just kind of got like over it and then they just like uh Disney plus just picked it up so there's like three new episodes for the holidays that I watched that I loved because I had old characters and it was really good is and it then, a remake with re with new um it's, it's a continuation so it's um they rebooted it but it's like uh this is like they're rebooting it yet again like because every Basically, like every time the actor leaves that plays the doctor, he gets kind of remade. Um, but it's okay. part of the story plot. So it's not like it's a whole new series. It's like it references back to old things. Anyway, I watched those series. I loved it. And then they introduced a new doctor. And so then they on Christmas Day, they put out like the new Doctor Who like movie. It's like a mini movie to introduce this new doctor who happens to be this like black guy who so I think he's the first black doctor. Um, they just had the first woman doctor. And now they've had the first black doctor. Anyway. It was just so good. It's like, it's it's geared towards kids. So it's not super high. I wouldn't, let me take that back. Originally, the series was geared towards kids, but it's, this is definitely like for grownups. Like it has scary elements and things like that, but not scary, scary, just enough to be like, mm, wouldn't want my five-year-old watching that if okay. I had a five-year-old. But I just loved it. And it was just like, I'm so excited that they're bringing it to Disney Plus and now I'm going to watch it again. And now I'm like, I have three great shows to look forward to this winter. I'm so happy. Yay. Anyway, That's great. What's your one- uh, <laughs> my one show. TV show you're like at the nightly news i love no, it <laughs> no it is shoot what is oh ted lasso oh yeah i mean it's not a it's not an a new one yeah but it's the new season that i watched this year okay which was really good okay i started watching it but i stopped you started I watching it. what 
the last season of the Ted last, Lasso. Wait, you, uh, wh- why did I you stop? stop? But I just figured this out. So I have this thing and I didn't realize it was a thing until TikTok showed me my people. And basically it's this, this phenomenon where you really love a show and you'll watch it religiously and then it gets to like the last season or the last episode and you just stop watching as a way to like never have it end. And oh. I didn't realize I was doing that, but I was like, why do I have all these shows that I loved and I never finished them? And I was like, oh, that's the reason why. I also do that with some video games where it's like, I'll be on the very last level and it's like the game's going to be done and I just won't beat Bowser because I'm like, mm. I'm just going to stop now. And then I just, I'm done. Because you don't want to actually finish it. Yeah. Like I don't want the fun times to end. So now but it just But they are ends. ended because you never go Shh. back. It, no, it's still <laughs> out there. The stories, the stories have, are still there to be told. Oh, just finished Ted Lasso. Yeah, I know. I just, I just, I didn't realize it was a thing until TikTok. So if you suffer from that ailment, let me know. Okay. All right. What do you got? Uh, can we do books now? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, so you all know I love books, mm-hmm. and I've read a few good ones this year, and so ah, I'm taking a deep breath. Okay, these are in no particular order. Okay, they are not in order of preference or we know that about you. Or like this is better than the other. Yes. Okay, they're all very different. Yes. Uh, okay, I'm just going to start with one: The Vanishing Half. Okay, never. Read oh it. my gosh, this book. We had some really good discussions about this book because it's about these I did talk to you about this yes I did because I remember talking to you about how it's these African-American oh, twins yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah who pass yeah as white yeah and one goes down the path of embracing being black and the other one goes down the path of denying that and yeah pretending to be white yeah and oh my gosh such a good book really interesting good it's written really well and there's it's not just about the twins having like a vanishing half like one of them being a vanishing half like there's multiple themes throughout the book Mm. about other topics that are also really um not necessarily controversial controversial but sort of okay um i don't want to do spoilers spoilers but i recommend the book it was really good yeah okay the vanishing half okay my first book, Woman in the Library. I have that I, on my list to be read. so good. I really liked it. Uh, I don't want to give anything away because it's written in a really unique style, but it was really great. So okay. if you like thrillers or mysteries or anything of that genre, and if you like things that are like a little bit quirky, I think you'd like it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to put that on my list. Uh, maybe we'll select that as yeah. a book club book one day. I, I listened to it on audio and the, the reader was really good too. Oh, the narrator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Uh, I listened... To- to most of my books. Yes. <laughs> I read with my ears. Okay. My next one is Mad Honey. Oh, what's that about? Oh my gosh. Can't tell you. Perfect. Can't even tell you. What's the genre? Hmm. Oh. Uh, what's the genre? I don't know. I'm not good at it. This is a fictional, but it's uh, it's a fiction story, but it's very relatable. It's set okay. in like now, now- oh, okay. nowadays. And actually, it might have been set like 20 years ago, which is, a, you know, it's, it's modern enough yeah. my, nowadays. No, maybe it is nowadays. I am sorry, Beth. I don't know. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> um, but we had an incredible discussion about this book in my book club because there is just so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. So much. And of course, if you read the synopsis on the back of the book, they do a great job of telling you what the book's about. I'm mm-hmm. doing a horrible job. I'm it's not even okay. telling you anything. I love that. Although 
I am telling you that it's a really good book mm-hmm. and and it makes you think and I learned things. Okay. And I was like, huh? What? Oh, okay. And and there was some unexpected things that okay. happened that I was like, <gasps> I mean, I went like that oh, when I was reading. I was like, <gasps> okay. What? So yeah. Okay. Uh, and for unexpected things. So I have this new author. I've been reading her now just this last year, um, year and a half. And I think I've talked about her before. Her name's uh, Geneva Rose. And so her latest book oh, is I like, think I read- You Shouldn't Have Come Here. Did she write? Did she write the one? One of us is dead. One of us is okay, dead, I read that. and the perfect marriage. So, I, I'm so annoyed because she's newer author, so she doesn't have a huge back catalog of stuff. So now I'm having to wait until oh. she writes a new one. But I've just all, every one of her books I've liked. Yeah. So I just highly recommend. All of them are like kind of mystery ish, mm-hmm. uh, but really good. And I did enjoy that book. Yeah, they're not like heavy, heavy reads, but they're fun. Like they're yeah. fun reads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next one is Lady Tan's Circle of Women. Okay. And I think I do know the author of this. Her name is Lisa C. I'm pretty sure. We selected her book. It's her newest book uh, for our book club. We selected it for our book club. It's one. It's her newest book. Um, but we have read multiple of her books mm-hmm. in our book club. And I have read multiple of her books and I love them. Mm-hmm. All of the books that I've read that she has read. And I haven't re- read all of them yet. Yeah. But this one, I can't remember exactly when it's set. It's set in China like a long time ago. I want to say maybe like 1500s or something like that. But it's about medicine and it's about women's culture back then. Okay. And it's back when they were foot binding. Mm -hmm. And it's just fascinating to me. It's so fascinating. And oh my gosh. And it's about, you know, female strong female characters and their relationships and all of that. And I, and it's set in China. It's just, to me, it has all the elements. It's a historical fiction, which is my favorite yeah. genre. It's just so good. It's so good. I loved it. I felt like I was immersed in this fascinating world mm-hmm. that used to exist that I knew nothing about that has so many elements that are still relatable today for yeah. women. Yeah. Specifically. So Love that. yeah, it's cool. Really good. Okay. Project Hail Mary by the guy that did uh, The Martian. Uh, it's spacey, sci-fi, mystery, not mystery, mystery, but you know, like what's going to happen type of thing. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. Uh, it's very long. Uh, the audiobook was really good though. And it's just about what, it, 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 this guy does such a good way of like looking at like what would really happen, like with The Martian, it was very scientific, right? I mean, as much as it could be for mm-hmm. this guy that gets trapped on Mars. But it's like, have you ever read The Martian? No. Oh, it's really good. There's a movie that came out too with Matt Damon called The Martian. I think I'm seeing that preview in my head right now yeah. as you're telling me this. But the book, the guy that wrote it is has a science background or is a scientist. I can't remember what his deal is, but he, or maybe he's a mathematician. I can't remember. Anyway, but everything's very like, feels very logical and scientific, but not in like a, like a gross way. And it's oh, just good. like, it's just like, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't feel like, it, it feels rooted in reality. Like, oh, if we were needing to do this, this is probably how it could go. Okay. In yeah. a way that's not just like a fake, oh, we made up this fake laser name okay, or yeah. a fake propulsion system that, you know, we don't have the physics for that or whatever. So it's just very fascinating. Yeah. It's a great story about um, first contact with um, life, not from this world. I'll just Interesting. leave it at that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. My next one is remarkably bright creatures okay 
and it is set in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, nice. One of the main characters is an octopus. You were not expecting that. Not expecting that. I know that. that. Uh, And so it's kind of like the, it's like his thoughts. And he's, so he's a character in, and it's in this aquarium. Mm -hmm. And then the other characters are the humans who are in, you know, in that world. And it's, it's really about them and their relationships and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it is really well done. It's really interesting. It was a really good book. I loved it. I loved it. It's, yes, it is. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, Yellow Face. Have don't, you, don't know what that is. Oh my gosh. It's really good. And it's a basically about how this woman um appropriates the work of another. Um oh. and that happens to be Asian. And what that all looks like when you oh. are pretending to be something and uh, embracing a culture that you are not part of and trying to be hmm. representative of it. Such a good book. Interesting. Yeah. Yellow face. Okay, Yellow face. I, I want to read that. Yeah. Okay, so I'm switching categories now. I'm going to nonfiction. I have two okay. notable nonfiction okay. books that I read this year. By the way, can I just say, you seem to have upped your reading game. Yeah, I've read tons of books this year. I, I didn't hit my goal. I had a goal of 50. I think I'm going to hit like 38. Which I'm is, impressed. W- up from three. I so was going to say, I'm pretty three. sure last year was a lot lower. And the year before that, I think it was one. So yeah, I really... Uh, I'm I've, curious how many of these books were on your bookshelf that you already owned? Um, <laughs> or are we not going to talk about that? We may have added to the collection by accident. <laughs> not my fault because I got gift cards. Uh, most of these were audiobooks that I did not own. So oh, that's I'm still working my hilarious. way through. Yep. Okay. So I have two, like I said. So one of them, Between Two Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. This book was so good. It mm-hmm. was so well written. She's an author. She, I think she's, I don't know if she's still writing for some New York journal. I don't know. That's terrible that I don't have any <laughs> of the accurate details, but she gets cancer mm-hmm. and she's really young. And she goes through all of that and she just shares what that journey was like mm-hmm. in detail. Mm. And it was really good, like really good. Yeah. And so I appreciated how, like I appreciated getting a perspective that I just don't have mm-hmm. by listening to her story. And because mm-hmm. I listened to the audio. No, what am I saying? I read this with my eyes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, Anyway, the other one I'd listen to, the other one that I'm going to mention. But anyways, this one was really, really good. I liked it a lot. Okay, so I have two non-fictions, but I'm going to share my, I have two more fictions. So my two fictions are The Inheritance Games, which is a YA book um, about this girl whose life just gets, she she gets an inheritance from a wealthy billionaire out of the blue for no real reason and has to deal with the family. It kind of reminded me of... um, there was a movie that came out with um, Chris Evans a while back that was like kind of like a mystery where this girl inherits the family's wealth. It reminded me of that a little bit, but it, very different story. It was interesting. It was good. I was kind of, I didn't realize it was like a three or four part series. So it's like it ends, but then it's like, clearly you need to read the next one. And I was just uh, like, I really liked the first one. I had fun with it. It was a quick read. It was one of those stories that makes you like, oh, I'm going to read after dinner or whatever it was. But I'm like, I think I'm good. 
The other one was Bright Young Women. And it's by this girl that I think she wrote Luckiest Girl Alive or something like that too. Anyway, it was, it's like goes back and forth and it's a story about this sorority that has a horrific like um, tragedy and just kind of the repercussions and how they figure things out and um, what happens to the girls and kind of moves forward and backward through time. It took for me a minute to get into it, but I was listening to on a plane, which always for me takes an extra minute. Uh, but I, I listened to it while I was like on a family vacation and I kept wanting to go back to it. So I was like, oh, I must really like this. Yeah. So I very much enjoyed it. Or you really didn't like your family. And you well, you escape. know, we're not going to say that. <laughs> I love kidding. each and every one of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So my other nonfiction one is All My Knotted Up Life by Beth Moore. It's her memoir. Oh, yeah. And it was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And that one I did listen to. And she just shares a lot about her life Mm -hmm. that, um, well, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know anything really about her life, but I really appreciated hearing about her life, Mm -hmm. her story, what she experienced and, and how she got to where she is. And it's really well-written. It's really, um, I just, I love people's stories yeah. and I love, I love a good memoir. Yeah. I'm telling you, I really do. So both of my nonfiction ones are memoirs. Same. Love them. Yeah. So first memoir was uh, Page Boy by Elliot Page, who. Oh, so it, how was that? It was really good and they narrated it. And so it was, it was just so interesting hearing their story. Like, I bet. I, I really That's like the one them who as was act- Juno, the actor. Yes. Yes, the actor, the actor Juno. Okay. Yeah. And so they are in one of my favorite films ever called Hard Candy. Like, I love that film. And just hearing about their transition was just so fascinating. And like, it's just, it gave a lot of insight to me. And I've worked before with kids that are trans. So it was really, uh, it was just such a good um, uh, like data point of like, oh, this is because I don't understand that experience. So it was just yeah. a nice way to like have a little bit of a viewpoint into or a little a sneak peek into that into that world and and to like what people deal with. And it was just really good. And then last but not least, the best memoir of the year. Uh, was it? The Woman in Me. I was it that Britney, Britney Spears? Spears? Oh my gosh, I have to read it. That's why which, it's not on my list because I haven't read it yet. Which I was so excited because sh- uh, Spotify, if you have Spotify, no, you don't. But if you have a paid Spotify, they're now giving away 15 hours of audiobook every month. I was thinking it. about maybe switching to Spotify instead of Amazon Music because it's the same price. And then there oh was like gosh, a promo I love Spotify for so much three better. months free. And so many people were doing their Spotify wraps yeah, and all that. And I was like, so I don't have fun. one because I don't use it. Yeah, it's so good. I should switch. But the book was so interesting and and she didn't narrate it. And I was like, I wonder why she didn't do it. And then I listened to the book. I was like, I could see why. Because it's like reliving that trauma could be a lot. But Michelle Williams did it. She's a slow reader though. So I had to put it up to, you know, take that up a little bit. But uh, it was really, it was really interesting. And just what this woman has gone through and, and like what the industry does to people. I think Elliot Page talks about it in their book too, about you know, the entertainment industry is not kind to people, Mm -hmm. uh, really not kind to young people, young women, kids coming up. So it was just really fascinating. And, you know, I think it's interesting how much she was villainized, you know, when she was younger, especially with two young kids and postpartum and all of this stuff and people just like coming at her and, and not so much with uh, the ex and different people. And so anyway, loved it. It was really good. Okay. I got to read it. Okay. Do you have any podcasts? I do. Same. Okay. I mostly listen to ours. Yes. I listen to the same ones. I listen yeah. to ours. I listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I listen to NBR. Okay. I still go back to Jan Hatmakers for the Love Podcast, 
frequently throughout the year, but not as much. So Mm -hmm. I did add another one and I haven't listened to all the episodes yet, but I love this. uh, I love this person who's doing it because I've read all her books Mm -hmm. and her name is Micklin Smith and her podcast is The House Rules Mm -hmm. or just House Rules, actually. Mm -hmm. It's House Rules. And I've listened to a couple of her episodes and a lot of her content so far is stuff that's in her book, but I like it because it's like reminding me of what I've already read, but it's like good stuff. It's good content. She's, it's all, it's about um, creating a home that, um, what's her tagline? I don't even remember what it is. It's like more style with less stuff kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And she's just a really good teacher and Mm -hmm. She and I learned from her, so I really like that one. That's my first one. Okay, so I listen to us a lot too. Geriatric millennials, it's problematic. Uh, <laughs> I added a new one this year called Fake Heiress, and it's the Anna Delvey story. So she's this woman that got um convicted of fraud, I believe. Uh, but the BBC did a story on her, and basically, she posed as like a, a, a European heiress. And was like conning people out of money and like being in like, like she just stay in like these really lavish hotel rooms and not pay the bill. And it was just really fascinating. Netflix did like a short term series last year on her too that was really good. The actress was phenomenal. Uh, I should have added that to my TV list because it was so good. But uh, it was just like such a, and it's a real story and it's just so interesting. And how she like manipulated all these people to giving her, you know, thousands of dollars and you know she took someone's yacht for a week and just all of this stuff that's just so wild and she got in she got in in places and and was able to you know be with the upper echelon of of, gosh where is she now is she in jail she was in jail she's on house arrest now so it's just really fascinating but they really good storytelling really interesting uh it, it was short episodes which was nice and they did like kind of like a mix of interviews and like reenactments so okay. it's just really good yeah yeah that's cool yes okay so my other one is and i may have mentioned this before you know my memory is not great it's the duolingo podcast <laughs> have i have yes. told you about that's this amazing. oh my gosh every year every year it's on my list apparently it's so good though it's really helpful i'm still doing my duolingo mm-hmm. i am coming up Getting close to my 365 day streak. And I am nice. telling you, I'm excited about that yeah. because we're going to go out for some really good Mexican food. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> to celebrate <laughs> my 365 days. But because um, I think I'm at like 335 right now and mm-hmm. I realized that's only a month away. Yeah. Wow. I know. So anyways, the Duolingo podcast is great because it's intermediate Spanish, but it's interspersed with English like context. Mm-hmm. So... So it helps me just actually know what's going on. Yeah. And they're not very long episodes, but they're great stories. And I need to listen to Spanish. And I, I've i I've like re-listened to them mm-hmm. because it's just a great podcast. I really like it. So yeah. That's awesome. Duolingo. Duolingo. Oh, there's a podcast I loved. I've loved it for years. It went, uh, it's called Heavyweights. And it's this guy that tells stories and kind of like helps people to have resolution in their life based on lots of different things. Uh, A recent or an episode that I listened to recently was like a couple was in, they had their first date in Italy or somewhere, no, Jerusalem. And this was like in like the 80s or something. And they happened to be sitting next to like their, the guy's estranged father's neighbors. And that lady took a picture of them on their first date. And so they wanted to get a copy of that picture but couldn't go through the dad. And it was just like this whole thing. And the guy was able to like figure out a way 
and to get their picture of them that they got taken at a random restaurant like a gajillion years ago. But he does such a great job of storytelling, not like I'm doing right now. Uh, <laughs> but it, 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 it originally was like on all podcast platforms and it got picked up as like a Spotify original. So you could only get on Spotify. But now they're back everywhere, which is super nice. And they've brought on another person to help tell additional stories. And so it's just really interesting, you know, and it's, I mean, there's just been really simple ones and ones that are complicated and they, they can't solve, but, um, and it's not like they're solving mysteries. It's just like, they're just working with people to, to make connections and to figure mm-hmm. stuff out and f- figure out the why of stuff. Like you run into that person, you have an amazing conversation. You never hear them from again. And you're like, what if, Yeah. and they're figuring out the what if and the why. And I just, I really like it. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any more in podcast category. Oh, I have one more. Okay. It's my second podcast called Boozy Book Reports. Oh, yes. And I'm super excited because Jamie's going to be on an episode this year. We've Yay! decided. I'm, I'm excited to see. Um, it's it, Basically, it's a, it's a podcast where we revisit uh, childhood books that we read as kids or came out when we were kids and young adults. And um, we kind of look back and see what were they about? Do they hold it, hold up? And we drink a lot of alcohol related to the book. So it's, <laughs> it's super that. fun. So it's That's just awesome. it's a good time. So anyway. Okay. I have one, a new category Ooh. and it's just one thing, okay. one song. It's a song. Oh, okay. Song that I discovered this year. Okay. It's related to what I talked about earlier, which was the heiress to her Taylor Swift. Oh, gosh. Swift. <laughs> are, are, we are, a, you? are we a Swifty podcast I think, now? <laughs> no, I, but I am apparently, apparently I'm a, I'm a whatever girly you said, and I'm a Swifty, whatever. girly, a Swifty. Oh my gosh, <laughs> a Swifty. I don't know what qualifies a person as a Swifty, but I like her. Mm-hmm. I like her music, I should say. And she did this song in this, in her eras to her, on the movie, and probably, I guess, yeah, in her concert or whatever. And I'd never heard it because I didn't listen to a ton of Taylor Swift. I just listened to some of the stuff. But anyways, have you heard the song, The Man? I don't know the titles of both of her songs. Okay. Well, I did, had not, and I didn't know that either. But anyways, I was like, what song is that? And anyway, so I've listened to it since then many times. I love it. Okay. The Man. The Man. Okay. It's, it's so good. It's so good. And it gets stuck in my head. And I... I just, I really, so that's like what, you know, yeah, one of the best songs of the, it's not, it was not put out in 2023, <laughs> but for me, it was one, one of the of best, best songs, songs of, of the year. year. Love yep. that. Love that. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to listen to some of the podcasts you recommended and wait, I'm not done. Wait, what? I have two more songs. No, different category. What? <laughs> oh my gosh, Jamie, this has never happened. Okay. okay. Whatever. Okay. Apps. Oh, applications. For well, your apps phone. For my phone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Bring Best it on. Of. Duolingo. Right. Duolingo. Oh, already mentioned it. <laughs> already mentioned it. Yes, I'm paying for the the family whatever subscription. So I don't have limits on it. Not that I need a limit because I basically only do one lesson a day, yeah. which takes me about two minutes, but still it yeah. adds up. The other app, you told me about this app. Okay. It has changed my life. Ooh. TikTok? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The reminder app. Oh yeah, I didn't know this yes. existed. I didn't know how it could affect my life. Yeah. I use it all the time now, yeah. and I'm just like, hey, I don't want to do it now because my phone's nearby. But I say it, set yeah. a reminder, and it does it. Yeah, and then I get a reminder, and I'm like, what? I didn't have to type anything yeah. in. I didn't have to like make a list, and I just used this it's, app. I know, and it works, yeah. and I love it. Yeah, I remember that day. I was shooketh that you didn't use the reminder app. 
Because you're so busy. I know. I, and so I need it. I love it. I'm constantly like hitting it and being, hey girl, like you need to set a reminder for me to take this pill or yeah. do this or yes. do that. Yeah, everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. My whole life is reminders. And it's like, if I don't have them now, forget it. Like yeah. I'm done. I mean, because for me, it's always like I need to write it down on my calendar, but I'm not going to write down, take a pill. Yeah. I'm not going to write down, you know, water my plants. Well, I do have an alarm for that, but I mean, like, just as an example, right? Like my son has these expanders in his mouth. He needs me to crank those things like a couple times a week. And uh, I need a reminder for that. Yeah. You know, I also love, I have to say, I love it for when you're just like, at your house and you're like, oh, I need to get paper towels or whatever. And I can just throw it on the list because I yes. always forget. Totally. And I guess there's ways to set it up that it will like, you can set up a reminder, like remind me the next time I'm at like Target to pick up this thing and it'll use your location to like pop what? up for you. I haven't quite figured that all out, but my friend does it. And I'm just like, this is genius. I, again, I love talking to people about like the very simple apps, especially on like um, on the iPhone, because it's like, I learned so much about reminders. I learned so much about, I use notes. It's probably like my top app that I use. And we use it like for our show. We use it to like go back and forth about stuff because you can share it with other people. Yeah, I've seen people do amazing things with notes. I saw this one girl, she takes a picture of herself every day in her outfit. You know how you can do the press and hold and like copy, just like it cuts out the person now. She'll cut that out, put it in her notes, like outfit of the days. So she can see what she wore each day or when she put good looks together. What? And that way she has like all of her inspo for she's like, what do I want to wear? She can go back through and look. And I'm like, freaking genius. Wow. Yeah. There's just, people are so smart. I know. So so are phones. Yeah. Well, when you know how to use them. Yeah. (laughs) Anywho. Uh, Okay. But 2023 overall, pretty good. Some pretty good stuff came out. I think so. Yeah. Again, like I said before, um, I'm very excited to read some of the books you recommended. Me too. And I'm kind of looking forward to like what 2024 has to offer. Me too. Hey, here we go. Yay, life. (laughs) (laughs) If you're enjoying the podcast and would like to support the show, you can share episodes with your friends and family, follow us on Instagram at the Geriatric Millennials, or leave us a positive review and rating, all which help us to grow. Our theme music was created by the Finley Ghost. Check out their latest album now. Thank you so much.